What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. A radiophonic novella, Locatora Radio, hosted by Mala Munoz and Diosa Fem. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Locatora Radio. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Mala. And this is Diosa. And we are Las Locatoras of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, coming to you once again from Radio Espacio over here in Boyle Heights. Locatora Radio is a radiophonic novella archiving the legacies, geniuses, and brilliance of women and femmes of color. This is Capitulo 53. 53, 53. And here we are. Here we are. We're back yet again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sticking with us. Yes. On this journey. Yes. Shout out to all our new Locamores. We recently did a little flashback Friday post on the yes. Instagram, and so many of our Locamores left their favorite memories and their favorite capitulos and that they've been listening since day one. And it's been really sweet and one hell of a ride. There were a lot of really cute um, memories, yes. uh, locatora memorias that were left in the comments. So Tona wrote that her favorite mm-hmm. memory of locatora was when we femseed her um, EP release. Yes, that was one of our first femsee events. Absolutely, that was a lot of Throwback. fun. Uh, queer Chicano Chisme. Yes. Ruben. Um, one of our listeners said that she met her partner, her current partner at Locatora Live, a podcast party. <gasps> Right. We are Locatora yes. Love Connection, y'all. Like, exactly, exactly. Damn. Locatora Shout Lonely out. Hearts. Locatora Lonely Hearts no longer. Right. People are making connections and finding love right. and friendship. Right, I love it. I love it. It's cute times. Yeah, so th- once again, thank you for tuning in to another capítulo of Locatora Radio. Last time on Locatora Radio, a radio for novela, we interviewed Mayra del Valle, and it was one of my favorite interviews to date. Uh, absolutely. That interview was really important. So important. Uh, like one of our listeners actually commented on the Instagram that, you know, she grew up 
on Maida's poetry on YouTube. Yes. And I think that that was like the spirit of the interview. Yeah, yeah. Like we were raised on her poetry, mm-hmm. our our sort of journey to understanding Latinidad and, and our womanhood. Yes. She played a part in that with yeah. her art. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I feel so grateful, so blessed that we were able to interview someone so incredible and talented and has been doing the damn thing for so long. Yes. And, yes. and you know, um, we want her to keep thriving. So make sure you check out her book, mm-hmm. her book, A South Side Girl's Guide to Love and Sex by yes. Maida Del Valle. And yeah, um, since then, since the interview, we've been up to a bunch of stuff as yes. always per usual. So we haven't actually posted about this, but our listeners will be the first to know we actually hosted or yeah, we hosted, we facilitated a discussion with representatives from Adidas. Right. And we talked about femme defense, street harassment, and, and podcasting. And podcasting and women of color, femmes thriving. And it was incredible. It was incredible. Um, you know, Adidas reached out to us. Their like London office reached out to us because they were putting together basically a day of talks and workshops and discussions yes. from different like creators and artists and you know people with projects like us mm-hmm. um, to come out here uh, to meet with the Adidas folks in LA and sort of give them a taste of of what the creatives are up to. So we were like the podcasters. And it was really interesting, yes. actually. It was a really interesting evening. Um, lots of white men. Lots of white men. We were the only... Uh, Angelinos. Angelinos, the only Latinas, the only women of color presenters. Yes. Um, so that was, at least in our group that we presented in, it was very interesting, to say the least. And once again, everyone, like, there were so many people there, like, with clearly, like, British accents. Right. And once again, like, we're in these industry-type events in mm-hmm. Los Angeles, but nobody's from Los Angeles. We're always the only Angelinos. Uh-huh. We're the token Angelinos. So it's just, like... <laughs> the, to- the token Latinos. The token also. Latinos. And always the youngest ones. Always the youngest ones, yeah. which is also really interesting to... It's an interesting dynamic to see play out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, once again, thank you to the folks that invited us. It was a really great conversation. It was a great conversa- conversation, great experience. Um, invite us back. Yes. Send us some Adidas. Send us some Adidas. It was so funny. My mom texted me. She goes, Adidas, eight, black. And I'm like, mom, I'm not at the headquarters. Like, I, I don't just have access to all these Adidas. That's like, not it was what we're doing. so funny. But yeah. she was, like, ready, sending me her sizes and everything. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. And then after that, um, I actually tabled at Fall into Literacy, which was presented by United Way. I uh, tabled for the both of us for Locatora on behalf of Locatora, and they put on this yearly Fall into Literacy event to promote um, to promote communities of color like engaging in literature, especially um, at, starting at a young age. So it was like really just like a kids resource center which was really cool like a resource fair I mean and it was really interesting really cool and I like engaged with the little children asking them about um, their favorite TV shows and if they could have their own TV show or their own radio show like what would they call it and one of them was like Sam's Broadcast it was super cute and then another girl told me that she would not tell me the name of her YouTube channel if she would create it because she'll tell me once it's live I love it she's so smart and I was like yes protect your intellectual property girl yes so cute. She knows that people are out here plagiarizing. Literally, literally, it was so funny. Um, but yeah, it was such a good event, um, a good event, and it was nice to be in the South Bay in that community. Also, ran into a few a few listeners that were there. Um, to, so to shout out to you, listeners, it was really cute running into them. Love that. Sometimes, sometimes you know, like schedules interfere and mm-hmm. we sometimes have to like represent the podcast solo yes, yes. Um, it's so, not like our preferred method of doing things right. but sometimes like we had committed to this already you yeah. know and Mala wasn't able to make it for personal reasons so for it just so many, so many reasons. reasons lots of things came up I was up. not meant to be there she was not um, but it was totally fine and it was pouring raining that day crazy yeah crazy but anyway shout out thank you United shout Way for out. inviting us um so we started carrying our Locatora Papi hats in pink and in black here at Espacio. So, you know, um, we're not really selling our hats online. We're not, you know, like mailing them out. But you can come to Espacio and buy them in person. Um, how much are we selling them for? 
They're $26 here at Espacio. $26 here at Espacio. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's an update. Yes. If you're able to come out here and you've been looking for a papi hat, this will be the place to get it. Um, you can also pick them up at one of our events that we will be having in the near future. Yes. Um, so we will be having a second large scale event. Yes. November 16th. Yes. It's a Friday. Mark your calendars. There will be music. There will be guests. There will be looks. Lots of things. There will be cocktails. There will be cocktails. There will be dancing. Save the day. Right. There will be us. Listeners, you have, you heard it first, basically. Like, we have not advertised it on the the Instagram yet, so you heard it first. Real ones now. (laughs) The real ones now. Real ones now. Oh, my God. Wait, somebody posted on the memory, like, I've been listening to y'all when you were just on SoundCloud. Love it. And I was like, only real ones know that we got kicked off of iTunes. We? And had to resubmit. Literally. Literally, we got Literally. kicked off of iTunes. For ridiculous, phobic reasons. Seriously. It was terrible. Ugh. But I think it's, like, now a badge of honor. Like, yeah. we got kicked off iTunes. Right, and now we're back. And now we're back. You can't kill yes, us. Yes, with 239 <laughs> stars, by the Bitch. way. So if you haven't left us a review yet, please go. Leave us a review. Leave us five stars. I would love to see us at 300. Yes. Five yes. stars. By the end of the year. Yes, absolutely. And this is something that I think is really important for us to to talk about is loving your favorite podcasts, loving your favorite creators out loud. Yes, love out loud. Because let me tell you something, something that we're learning, I think, like as podcasters and as this grows, as our project grows and expands, if you want to help your favorite creators, but you can't like buy directly or give monetary contributions, the comments, the ratings, like as your favorite creators climb and get more opportunities, we need to put things together like decks and press kits and folks and brands and companies like ask for this stuff. And if our listeners have like written something that could end up being like really helpful for us in the future, you know what I mean? So never feel like you're bothering or never feel like it doesn't matter because the comments actually do contribute. And we read every single thing that y'all post. Yes. Literally. And we like take screenshots and send them to each other. So it's super helpful. Yeah. So, you know, if you have the time. And motivating. You, yes. If you have the time, if you feel like leaving us some love, please do so. Some besitos. Yes. All right. We're really proud of our friend. Vanessa Roma. Oh, my God. She's amazing. She is on Nuestra Belleza Latina. <gasps> she made it to the mansión. <sighs> you can watch her on Univision on Sundays, I believe, at... It's like 7, seven 8 central, something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, yes, also follow their Insta or follow the Nuestra Vieja Latina and seriously, like, leave love. Leave like, love leave. This is another Vanessa. example. Like, leave love. She's the, this is the first time the Nuestra Vieja Latina is doing Sin Taga Sin Limites, meaning <gasps> Vanessa is the first quote plus size contestant. Right. And she's also one of, like, the only ones that you can. It's obvious that Spanish is her second language. Right. Right. And so she has like that bocha Spanish, which we love and which we, we support. Love. Yeah. So show her some love. In the beginning, she was like getting some hate from some people Ugh, saying haters. One, uno que no tiene talento, which Stupid. my response is like, you obviously have never booked a photo shoot and you've never modeled fucking anything. And never. you think that that's not talent and that's not work. You've never served a look, sweetheart. Honestly. This I know for right. certain. Also, like, Latinas speak tons of languages, right? Many, many Spanish languages. Spanish is not our only language. So also, there's another thing. So there's just one more thing. Right. So just a reminder, Vanessa Romo was on Locatora. Yes, she was. As an interview guest. Capitulo 27. And I think this is part of it, right? We're archiving the brilliance and legacies of women and femmes of color. Like, we interviewed Vanessa, and here she goes. Like, she's going on to do amazing things. And I'm just so proud to be part of that. Just a little step. of Yeah, her trajectory. Her like, trajectory. She had an interview on Locatora Radio. Yeah, we knew her when. <gasps> yes, we love knew her that. when. Yes, I love it. So just, this is another example to love out loud, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, Go mm-hmm. comments, like, tag her, say how much you love her as a contestant, say that you want to see her as the next Nuestra Belleza Latina, because what I've noticed is all the other people, all the other contestants, like, their fans are showing up for exactly. her, for them. You know exactly. what I mean? And it's important that we do that, too. Especially because this is, like, historical in a way that they're doing the Sin Taya Sin Limites. Right. You, you know, know, Rihanna has her navy. 
Beyonce has the Beehive. We have our Loca Amores. Uh, Jessica has the Mango Mafia. Mm-hmm. So Vanessa needs her she needs contingent. Her people. Yes. She needs her folks. Yes, yes. So yes, go forth, go forth. Yes. Um, we talked about our save the date. I have um, a weird things white women did this week contribution tell us so as you all will remember this is one of our newer segments that we don't necessarily bring in unless something has happened correct white women don't necessarily do weird things all the time you know more often than not they do more often than not but they these do. are like remarkable things these are exceptional things right right so this morning full disclosure um I went to um Planned Parenthood to go to pap smear right okay. shout out Planned Parenthood shout out Planned Parenthood we love and support we appreciate um Shout out pap smears. Yes, so important. Literally, get your pap smear. Get your pap smear. Very good for you. Um, If it applies, go do it. You know? Yes. So I go and I'm pulling up to the PPH, um, to the parking lot, and there's like this group of white ladies protesting outside of Planned Parenthood. Now, I know that people protest Planned Parenthood all the time. I personally have not experienced it you know, in person, right. in my, my numerous visits to Planned Parenthood throughout my life. Right. Same. same, same. same. <laughs> so today I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And so they're trying to give me like flyers and they have their signs and all this stuff. And I'm like, why are you protesting my pap smear? Did you say anything to them? No, I was like in my little car with my sunglasses and I'm just like with my window. I'm like slowly rolled up my windows. <laughs> <laughs> like, stay away from me. Right, right, right. I have so, never, yeah. Why are you, leave us, leave us alone. Leave me and my pap smear right? alone. Like cervical health is very important. It's very important to all of us. Yes. Should be. You should, should be, be thanking me for getting a pap smear. Honestly, I've also never seen, I probably because we're in LA, but I've never seen myself protesting outside of a Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Like I work near one um, and I've been to several lo- different locations and I've never seen one. Mm-mm. Contrary country where I live, there's a women's clinic and there's constantly protesters on the weekends. Interesting. Like, all the time. I remember in high school when I would, like, run Saturday mornings through my city. Like, yeah. that was... I would always notice that. And now as an adult, I get, like, so fucking enraged yes. when I see it. And I'm just like, are you going to, like, fund for my child that to, to have this... You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, are you going to provide me the resources that I would need to raise a child... Yeah. You know what I probably mean? Probably not. Probably not. So let me make my decisions. Like, are, are you going to, like, pay for whatever, whatever other, like, medical care I'm, I'm receiving at this clinic? Right. Or you're just going to protest every all the services, all everything. The services, all the health everything. checks, everything. Yes. All everything. I can't have any of it. No, abstinence is the way, girl, apparently. Uh, the way, the truth, and the life. Please. <laughs> Please. Get me out of here. Right. No, thank you. Anyways. Anyways. So that that this has been weird things white women did this week. I kept trying to think of one to contribute, but... I feel like you have to, you in particular, maybe have to go out of your way to interact with white women. I, yeah. In your current life setup. Yes. I, I don't. I really, right. I'm surrounded. You're surrounded. I really, <laughs> like, work mainly with Latinas, Latinx mm-hmm. folks. Where I live is mainly Latinos, Latinx folks. Yeah. Where I spend my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like once in a blue moon. You're in your little... All brown, all around. Yes, it's very nice. It's cute. It's comfy. It's cozy. <laughs> it's very comfy. But then we end up on the west side. On special occasions. On special occasions. And we're like, what the What the fuck? fuck? Yeah. They are different. They really are different. They really are. They really have their own way of, of doing things. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So this time on Locatora Radio This time today, on Locatora Radio, capítulo 53-53, we're so excited to interview the, the, our next guest, Yes. We have Maritza Alva in the house today, and she is an she is an LA-based peruana that advocates for and works with unaccompanied minors and migrant children. Maritza is also a member of the Mommy Collective, so shout out to the internet for bringing us together. Podcasteras peligrosas.
with our guest, Maritza. Thank you for being here. Can you say hello, hello, hello to our locamores? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Really excited to be here to share this day with you. I haven't, we don't see each other often enough. No, no. We literally only see each other for birthdays. Yeah, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad, but um, we're busy. The Mommy Collective like had its like glory days where we were like out every single weekend. Oh my God, multiple times a week. <laughs> oh, right. And we were at everything. And that was like such a fun and cute time. But you know what? Like, it was about a year. The life goes on but the friendship remains oh absolutely you know what i mean like we have to adapt to our life changes yeah and i mean um marita you know you have a lot going on your work is really important you got your relationship (laughs) your social life your travels you know um and i think that's one of the reasons why we're really excited to have you on the show yes to talk about all those wonderful things that you do marita does such incredible work um which we're going to talk about in a bit but before that we're going to do a short segment of oye locas with our beautiful beautiful guest marita all right okay so mala do you want to actually pose this question Yes. So, um, two out of the three of us here in this, in this room are in, uh, long-term relationships, committed relationships. And so the question is like, as sexual beings, right? (laughs) Yes. In relationships with other sexual beings. Yes. How does that maturity and change in like the sexual life, like what does that look like, you know, from when you first meet? to now you have some time under your belt as a couple and like how does the sex life grow or change or like what's you know what's good with that (laughs) I'm prying completely (laughs) (laughs) I I already know (laughs) I just I want to know the details (laughs) Marita she's like what's new in sex tell me what is new that's essentially the question what's new with you um, it's been great. No, I, I have no complaints on my end. And I think we talked about it a little bit before the segment, um, how just as you start getting to know each other more and start getting to be more intimate on just various levels, like that intimacy, everything just gets better. You get to know each other. You get to know each other's likes and dislikes. You mm-hmm. get to know each other's bodies. You get to know each other's energies, like all of it, all about that. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, okay. I would say that for me being now in a long-term relationship, also my first long-term relationship with a man. Um, so there's definitely been some like adjustments, right? right? Some like, obviously like going over boundaries and like talking about consent. And he's like really great about checking in like with me during like, does this feel okay? Does this feel good? Blah, blah, blah. All the stuff that you should be asking. Right. Important questions. Right. I would say the difference now is that one, it's a lot better because it's for similar reasons. What my, what Manitza said that, um, you just, you know, each other's bodies more and you know what you like and dislike and all that stuff. But I also feel that, there's more of a spiritual connection when you're having sex. Right. Because it's literally, like, when you're having casual sex, it's like... It's casual. It's casual. It feels good. Maybe it doesn't. There's no really need to, like, learn more about what the other likes because you might not hook up with them again. Ever again. You know what I mean? So it's just like, okay, well, on to the next. Um, But I feel for, obviously, for this relationship, since we've been in it for over a year now, I would definitely say it feels like sometimes feels like very intense, like in a very emotional way, at least for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, oh, my God, this person that I love is like inside of my body. It's overwhelming. Really? Like when I think about it in those terms, it like really trips me out. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. Like it blows my mind. Right. It can be very overwhelming. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've cried. I've cried during sex before, but because of just being emotionally right. just in it yeah. and, like, overwhelmed yeah. by all of it. Yeah. And you get in your head and, like, like you're in, <laughs> yeah, you're inside of my body cavity, and yeah. this is very bizarre to it's me. It's very bizarre, and it, it's also, like, so much pleasure that is derived from that. Yeah. Also, it's, like, very intense. Sex is very intense in that way. Yes. You yes. know? Um, yes. I and, like, the, the, the casual hookups... 
The thing is, is you can't really get like as crazy, like freak nasty as you really would like to, right. because you have to have all your barriers and oh, all of totally. your protective factors and like, you're, yes. you know, because you have to, because you have to be safe. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, no, like it, that, it really is for me, one of the major draws to being in like a committed relationship mm-hmm. is like, we can make sure that we're taking steps to be safe and healthy mm-hmm. that way. Like if you're not using condoms and you're not using like other types of prophylactics, like yeah. you're going to be good to go and you can just really just get in there. <laughs> <laughs> you you know can try mean? different things. You can like, try a yeah. lot of different things. Definitely. You know, also, I noticed that vacation sex is, like... The best the ever. Best. It is, like, way hotter. There's something about being on vacation that, like, really makes you, like, let loose. Yes. And, like, there was one thing that... I can't say too much, but there was one thing... <laughs> say, it, say it. There was this one thing that I had been wanting us to try... Um, but I was, like, kind of embarrassed to, like, ask for this need. Dying. And then when we were on vacation, I was like, can you, like, can you do this? And then he did. And, like, now we've incorporated it more into, like, you know, nice. when we have sex, not now, you know, all the time, you know. Okay, so you were just on vacation. <laughs> so and, any so. things you tried, let us know. <laughs> Should we be trying How was them? the vacation no, sex? I, I agree with that, too. I don't know if it's just, like, oh, it's a new bed, clean sheets. Like, right. New <laughs> environment. environment. Like, yeah. let's fuck up. Let's mark our territory in this room dead love it <laughs> no but, there's something about flying to a different destination yeah. to have sex like, yeah well we low key like are taking this vacation for the sex I yeah. think in many ways this yeah. is one of the main reasons we're even going on vacation I think so because you, when you're on vacation you definitely unplug and you disconnect in different ways yeah. so it really does allow you to have more of like like that physical touch one on one time yeah intimacy absolutely. blah 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 I am fucking dying because this is such, we're such like, this is such a sex in the city ass conversation right now. (laughs) Like we are at that age where this is like a thing that we do. And I'm just, this leads us to our next question, actually. It does. Which is all about um, the different stages of our 20s and how we change and grow and like our likes and, and dislikes. Even down to our clothes. Even down to our clothes. <laughs> well, I am newly entered the mid twenties club. Welcome. welcome. Yes. Um, so I I noticed that when I was actually even shopping for my birthday outfit, I like really struggled because I was like, okay, I don't want something like senora esque, right? Like something right. like too like covered up. But then I also am like, I'm not, I was like, look shopping at the boutiques, and I'm like, these are like clubbing dresses. These mm-hmm. are like little like two-piece sets that I'm just like that is like all leg and like all cleavage and I was just like uh like I want to balance you know like I want to show out and I want to be sexy but I also like want to be a little tame at the same time but right you know what I mean yes even going out less like is I've noticed noticed that I'm just I'm more drawn to like okay yeah we can be home yeah I can be home yeah no in the past year I definitely um I stay in a lot I stay home a lot and on the weekends I'm home a lot and Maritza how have you like the stages of your 20s like how would you describe the stage that you're in now what's interesting is for me like what I mean we've been friends for three three years yeah. which so I can't when, believe also when I met all of y'all I was like 25 26 26 so I think in that at, at that time is when I was just starting. I was twenty two. Yeah, I was. You were a baby. Dang, you were I was twenty two. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I was twenty two, going on twenty three. So at that age yeah. is when I had just started like going out more and going to clubs and like, I think it was honestly through all of you that I started to become more comfortable in my body and be like seeing all of you just dress in these beautiful outfits and that were that really inspired me to try oh, to crying. like you know be more comfortable in my own body yeah right and i got there and remember the green leotard yes i was gonna photo? say money that can serve <laughs> a deep plunge leotard, leotard like no other that was a really important photo that was a pivotal photo it really was that's the photo we should use for this episode <laughs> if i ever go missing that <laughs> that's the photo. Right. put that photo on my flyer everyone will find me immediately um, but yeah, it was really Love through it. all of y'all that like that's when I started to become more comfortable in my body and like wanting to flaunt what I have and be mm-hmm. comfortable in my own skin and that was what was beautiful. So I think for me it was a little bit more of the opposite that it was in my twenty six year oh, when I was around twenty six is that I started to be going out more and explore all of that more and I was also recently more new to LA. I had mm. moved to LA in two thousand sixteen. That's right. 
and had established like more friendships with, with folks here living in LA that were LA natives. Um, so through all of that, I think it changed a little bit to what all of y'all had earlier in your 20s. Yes. So I can, yeah. I can see that it just being a little bit of, of, you know, backwards. But I think now with, you know, with work being so busy and with other things going on in my life and um, being in the relationship and all of that, things have changed a little bit as well. That same, that I'm not now more also a little bit like I don't mind staying at home. Right, Today exactly. I had to wake up we're at 9 like, a.m. and I was like stressing out. <laughs> we're also like just so tired. We're so tired. I'm, I'm like I'm so tired all the time and I'm yep. just like... Who even has the energy to go out? You know what I mean? That's how I feel about right. it. You know? No, that's very and real. Even like shopping, like going back to shopping, I, yeah. I think that's when I've been realizing like, oh shit, I am like no longer little like 22 year old Diosa. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Because now like when I walk into a store, I kind of, I think about like work mm-hmm. and like what can I buy for work? Oh yeah. And for me in particular, like at my job, I can't show any of my tattoos. So right. I have to get really creative with what I wear and it's also very annoying. You know, it's not, it's my least favorite thing. It's the only thing I don't like about my job um, that I can't show any of my tattoos and it's uncomfortable and I hate it, but mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Right. Um, gener- generationally, like it just, it, it makes sense for where I work. Um, but yeah, so even like shopping, I like have to think like, okay, well, I need a new blouse for work, right? Because I need to cover my shoulders and I need to cover my arm and all this stuff. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um, so I'm a teacher now and like with my clothes I've been thinking a lot of too about you know what am I wearing for work and because that's really where the majority of our dressing is happening is at work unfortunately unfortunately I have less and less reasons to buy going out clothes if I know I have an event yeah I'm gonna I buy event specific outfits I I was gonna say and I think because of locatora when we go out now it's very it's because we're working or it's locatora related exactly so even then it's more like because before when I would go shopping it would be like oh this is cute I'm buying seven pieces that I'm gonna probably wear out in one week right (laughs) you know what I mean I would like buy dresses every weekend because I knew we were gonna take pictures and we were gonna go out it was a lot it's a lot but you know what I find interesting is I really am enjoying um, this practice of dressing up for work, like yeah. for class. Um, my mom has been a fourth grade teacher for many years, and something that she always did and would talk to us about is she goes super dressed up, and she does her hair, and she wears her jewelry, and she's coordinated, and her outfits are very colorful, and her students have always responded very positively to that. And my mom's philosophy has always been, as a teacher, when you show up, like put together, your students can tell that you put an effort to be there, Mm. that you're there to work, and that they, like, appreciate colors, and it catches their attention. So I, like, I'm like, okay, mom, I'll follow this advice. (laughs) I'll follow that advice. Yes, And so I've been, like, really intentional about having, like, cute outfits. Yeah. And it does make a difference because then my students are like, you have good outfits. Oh, they notice. They They notice. notice. They notice. So it's cute times. Oh, my God. I want to share real quick. Okay. I was cleaning out my closet the other day. And I... I definitely, like, threw out a lot of, like, the stuff that when we would go out. Like, do you remember that? Remember that leotard? The, like, pinkish mesh one? And I just wore, like, a bra yeah. underneath yes. it. The night that we went to La Cita. I do remember that okay, one. Okay, I put that in the, like, pile to give away. To, like, donate. Because <laughs> oh I just don't see myself wearing that now, you know? And then... Uh, my partner and my mom were both in the room with me. Like, they were, like, helping me, like, judging. Like, yes, give that away. No, keep that. Aww. And I looked at the, the blue and white dress when we all met, the night that we all met. Oh, I remember that dress. And yes. my partner was like, oh, no, like, that one has to go. And I was like, no, I'm not ready to part with that dress. Like, staple. that is, like, That's even if I don't, I don't even feel like I'd wear it again. But I just can't part with it. Like, yes. that was the night we all met, like, yes. for real, for real. Memories. And the Mommy Collective was born. Yeah. When their museum opened. That needs to be right. Used. Like I need that dress on display. <laughs> Looks through the ages. Right. Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. Ooh, so well, that has been all your locas. That's been all your locas. Um, thanks for those questions. They came from ourselves. We came up with those. <laughs> so thanks to us. We did great. Yes. Um, <laughs> shout out to ourselves. Shout out to us. <laughs> shout out Maritza. Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing. Yes. We appreciate it. So now to the carne of the podcast. Yes, let's get into it. <laughs> Maritza and your amazing work. Maritza, can you tell us um, a little bit more in detail about what you do um, in the organization that you work for? 
Yeah, of course. Um, so I work for a nonprofit organization. What we do is that we provide legal services for unaccompanied minors. Um, my role specifically is I am their social services coordinator. So what I do is anything that's outside of their legal case. Um, so assisting them with educational needs, um, housing needs, food needs, um, Medi-Cal needs, um, anything that is really not connected to their legal case, that's where I try to step in. So anything social services related, which is such a big, big scope of work, um, is what I help our clients with. And it's been just so incredibly rewarding just working with my, the migrant community, working with immigrant children and youth. Um, I've thankfully, because of this job, I found that that is now my passion and it is what I want to do long term. So I really am enjoying it. Yeah, you do. You do incredible work. And um, I'm really I wanted to ask you because of a project that you really spearheaded and facilitated and took the lead on, which is baby to baby. And I know that you had do you still have the wish list so that our listeners can contribute if they're able to? Can you talk about first? First of all, can you talk about baby to baby and yeah. like what that program is? So one of the great things with my position, I mean, well, so let me see. I started my position in 2016 with this nonprofit organization, and um, I was actually the first one of anything social services related that they started within the organization. So I am one of three social services coordinators that they um, hired for all our 10 offices throughout the United States. Um, so really, when I came into the position, everything, it was a clean slate. Like there was there was nothing for me to fall back on or to work off of. Everybody in my office is a legal attorney. Um, so they didn't really know what my job would consist of. So everything I've created with my uh, with my nonprofit and working with other partners, I've really established on my own over the last almost three years. Um, so creating these networks, networking has been a huge, huge part of the work that I do and just going out into the communities and seeing who is already doing this work because there are already so many amazing folks out there doing this work for the immigrant communities, for undocumented communities. Um, so partnering with them and seeing how can I help you, you know, yeah. to make help us grow together bigger and get our presence known because there's a lot of people behind the scenes doing this work. Um, so one of the things that came about is I met Baby to Baby through literally just a resource fair. And um, I applied with them for one of their partnerships. And so many people applied to their program. So I was on the wait list for a year. <laughs> and um, after that, I the reason I applied to it is just I noticed that a lot of our clients are just in need of very, very basic things, whether it be diapers or formula. Um, a lot of our clients are have children of their own. Um, from a young age and you know it's struggling to go to school and support them at the same time so I was so so grateful to find this partnership with baby to baby where they're able to provide me with diapers whenever I need them or baby wipes whenever I need them formulas um, if one of my clients needs a baby stroller I'm able to email baby to baby and tell them hey can you find me a baby stroller and most of the time they find me a brand new like expensive baby stroller or brand new car seat things like that that are just such essential basic yeah. items that we take for granted sometimes that aren't always accessible to us yeah um so through that partnership with baby to baby um they have been so supportive for the work that i'm doing um with with unaccompanied minors in my organization and then in the beginning of this summer when everything all the crazy family separation nonsense started hitting mm. the hitting the media and started hitting the headlines um they reached out to me and said what can we do to support your work how can yeah. I help you which I was just so taken aback that such a big organization like baby to baby took notice and took their time to come talk to me and call me and ask me how they can contribute um and like I mentioned, we have offices, 10 offices throughout the United States. So I mentioned to them, I'm like, well, there's so many clients coming right now. There's so many children in detention facilities. Um, and unfortunately, we don't work directly with kids in detention facilities, but they, they've been released. The majority of kids have been released, thank God. And um, once they get released, they do eventually end up looking, looking for legal representation. Okay. So over the past month and a half, we've started now receiving 
these cases and meeting with these clients in our offices, clients as young as five, six years old <laughs> coming to our offices um, with their sponsors looking for legal representation. And thankfully, with this partnership with Baby to Baby, we've been able to provide them just essential items. So Baby to Baby um, really reached out to their networks and their partners, who is pretty like wide celebrity funded. Um, so that, that's been a huge, huge contribution. Um, and through that partnership, they reached out to them, their networks and put, created their own wish list without me even asking. They yeah. created their own wish list. And literally in a day, it shut down the Internet. <laughs> like there were so many people buying items. They bought every item off the wish list that the site broke down oh, wow. because yeah they had so much volume that the site went down and it wasn't working yeah. that's amazing and it was amazing it was just so overwhelming to see that community support over during a time that has just been so heartbreaking to see in our communities um so they created this this wish list with just basic essential items for families um and that just went viral and it w was amazing and then they created another wish list through target and then that one like almost sold out as well um so that was going on during the summer and it was really really successful um as of now like we're doing our own wish list within our own office which i can yeah. share with you later okay. um but yeah through those items and through that partnership we were able to provide things like they they got a bunch of donations like towels and toothbrush and toothbrushes and toothpaste and shampoo deodorant stuffed animals bilingual books like so many things that are just essentials that we need to live everyday life um they were able to collect those items for us and it's just been life-changing that they were able to you know take the time to do that since they already have so much going on and they have so many partners in la county already um, and they take note, took note of what we're doing and the work we're doing. It was just really, really nice to see that love coming in from all over part, from all over the world. Really, yeah. folks were donating, so that was beautiful. Well, congratulations, Maritza. That's incredible to you and your Thank organization. You. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, um, I I'm continuously amazed by like m our friends yes. and <laughs> just the people that we know, and like you are one of those people. Yeah. And Marita actually trained me. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, yeah. be <laughs> before you share me. before right. you share that, yeah. um, you know, Marita has been our friend for for three years now, right? And um, she is like a person that is very low key about all <laughs> the incredible shit that she's doing. Right, right, right. That it kind of like. Mala and I were like together and we were like looking at Instagram and we were talking about our friends and I was like um we need to have Maritza on the show because she fucking <laughs> is in our circle yeah. and does incredible work but is very very humble and low-key about it and we just like really wanted to give you this time to like shine and yes. like really talk about all the amazing shit that you're doing thank you um, so thank you again not that the interview's over but thank yeah. you again for like <laughs> yeah. coming on the show because it's so incredible yeah. to hear everything that you're doing yeah no I really appreciate that it's it's like blown up and I've been so grateful for the love of folks all over the communities I mean we see just terrible things happening in with politics these days but it's nice to see that there are folks that support the work that we all do and all that love and with that partnership with baby to baby not only were they able to help folks here in LA County they actually sent items to all our 10 offices nice. that time has so we, they sent out, I got the numbers, and it was like they sent out 1.5 million items to wow. 26 cities throughout the United States. Wow. And, like, I was crying when I heard those numbers when they told me that in person, and they were thanking me, like, for creating these part for hooking them up with, the, the, with other organizations that do this work. And I was just in tears to see those numbers, to see all the people that we were, find, that we were able to reach. Yeah. Um, so that was really, really beautiful, and... You know, other other partnerships that I've been able to establish with my position, um, like working with Metro to obtain bus tokens for my clients. Nice. Um, so and that important. gives them the opportunity to get to doctor's appointments, to get mm -hmm. to school, to come see their attorneys in their office, um, to go to therapy on a weekly basis. Things like that um, are just so, so, so important. And that's another big aspect of the work that I do is um, focusing on mental health and just... 
um, giving the clients that I work with, all who are under the age of 19, just giving them the tools that they need to know how to take care of their mental health and the importance of their mental health. I'm constantly telling our clients how important, how mental health is just as important as physical health. Yeah. Um, the population that we work with have just gone through so much trauma throughout their lives, which is the reason, you know, why they're in the United States. Like, nobody wants to leave their home. Nobody yeah. wants to mm-hmm. leave their home country, their community, their families behind. Nobody wants to do that. Of course. But unfortunately, we we come to situations that we're forced out of our homes, out of, you know, just terrible things that are going on. And that that's who the population that I'm working with. And they've just experienced so much trauma. And they've taught me so much about resiliency yeah because just looking at a 12 year old that's escaped so much violence in their communities inside and outside of the home and I'm just like you're 12 and you're smiling every day and you're like getting straight A's and you're being this amazing badass kid every day and I'm like and you've like left all of this behind you left your family behind and here you are shining like teaching me how to be a better person and just like I'm blown away every day by working with these youth and and just the beautiful things they do and that's you know what I want to keep doing is keep supporting them helping them achieve whatever they they want to do in their lives and reminding them that they are capable of everything and anything that they set their minds to yeah your passion definitely shows shows. (laughs) and yeah Yeah. we can definitely see this is your you're on path this is definitely what you're meant to be doing love it love it when purpose aligns with like need yes like you know like yes you're doing good. You're doing good, Marita. Doing Thank you. Thank you for all <laughs> that you, you do. And you um, had an exciting experience recently involving Univision, yes? Yeah. That was surreal, too. Because I'm us. used to seeing, like, all my friends behind the camera, <laughs> being interviewed, being, like, partnering with Adidas <laughs> and Levi's and doing all these badass things. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, with my partnership with Baby to Baby, um, the mayor, Mayor Garcetti, took notice of everything that was going on, and they've been trying to support immigrant families in, in the Los Angeles County as well. Um, so he saw the work that my, my organization is doing, the work that we're doing helping Im- immigrant families, and um, he wanted to talk to me and meet with me and like thank me for the work that I'm doing and the contributions um, that other organization, legal organizations are also doing in the community. Um, and yeah, Nuvision was there and Estrella TV was there and they were just asking who the population that we work with is, how we're helping, how they can continue to help, how mm-hmm. they can promote the work. And that was awesome too, just to, to reach out to our own communities. Like right. yeah. the next day, no, that same day, like I got a text from my sister and she had sent me a picture that her friend took while she was at home watching TV. And she's like, hey, your sister's on TV. Oh, and she sent me a picture and it was so, so sweet. That's amazing. Yes, the reach. The (laughs) The reach. reach, Your impact. That's amazing. So, all this amazing work. Yes. Thank you. So so far. And what's next? What's next for you, Maritza? Um, Lord. So, I am in the process of applying to grad school right now. Mm. That whole process has just been work on its own. Right. It's the second job. Right. (laughs) We have put it off for that same reason. Yes. We've been talking about it, though. We've been discussing. We discuss it all the time yeah it comes it comes into conversation every few months yeah yeah but so what is that process like or like because we notice that our listeners will ask us those questions Mm -hmm. and we do not have the answer Mm because we've been avoiding it like the plague Mm -hmm. honestly Mm -hmm. so like for folks that are applying or in the process or thinking about it like what are some from your experience thus far like what are some tips that you can give them honestly start as early as possible like in my head I had given myself the deadline of okay by Thanksgiving you're gonna have all your applications done because last year I was in the process of doing this of of applying to schools I had started some of my applications last winter and then life happened just things out of our control happened I wasn't able to go through with it and and that's okay like it gave me that room to grow and to really explore more schools and more programs Um, So I would just say start as early as possible, just like researching schools, feeling out the programs, like going to their information sessions, getting to know the faculty is huge. I've learned that over the last couple of months is just knowing the faculty, knowing who is working these departments and knowing what their research looks like, how you want to contribute to that 
to that um, research as well and for them to see know your face and know your name mm-hmm. so that when they get that application on their desk they're like oh I know who this girl is like in yeah <laughs> um, so that that's been really really important Mala and I were like can we apply to grad school with Diosa and Mala <laughs> like we're, we're we're a unit so and also like they don't need to know our government names no. all of our work is under Diosa and Mala it's under the podcast so. That's that's real. Those those are that's that's good advice. Those are really good tips. It's a really intimidating process. It really is. I think just looking at these big name institutions and Ivy League schools that Mm -hmm. were never created for us, that were never created for people of color, and just trying to get into these systems and trying to get into these schools. Um, And in my in my head, I'm just like, I'm gonna get into these schools, and my goal is to just fuck shit up. Yes, right. my goal Absolutely. is to show them why you need me in your mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. because this is what I'm going to bring to the table. Right. Um, but that process is intimidating. It's an intimidating process to get there. For me, to even four or five years ago, I would have never even thought of the idea of getting a master's was something that was an option for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. College was never something that, like, we talked about really in my household. Um, so I think, like, yes, my parents were, were big on education, but it, college was never like, you have to go to college, you okay. have to do this. It was never something that was really pushed on us. So to me, like, I saw my friends go to college and saw my friends get their master's. I'm seeing my friends get their PhDs. And now I'm just like, I can do this. Like, right. I got this yes. too. Like, this is my resume of all the badass shit I'm doing. Right. So I'm like, I got this. So it's been a lot of pep talks on my own. Three days ago, I had, was like crying in the bathroom because like the whole process is so intimidating of yeah. just getting it all together and selling yourself, honestly, uh. to these institutions of like, this is why you should, you should bring me on board. Um, it's it's a really really intimidating process. So just having folks that have pro- possibly already done the process has been huge. Um, I've had so many people share with me their personal statements when they applied to grad school. So I've been reading and nice. going through those like crazy and getting ideas and just the way people word things that I'm just like, wait a second, I do that, right? But it's just, just word like it worded so differently that that it changes the whole game. So yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Thank you for that advice. Best of luck. I'm going to follow that advice (laughs) myself because I've been, I like went through this process of like, I've done the GR, the GRE. Mm -hmm. And so I sat for it. I took it. I got my scores. I um, requested my transcripts. I like did all these applications and I did everything except the personal statement. That's yeah. No, that's always where I stop too. uh, it's the personal statement that's the most intimidating to me. Yeah. And yeah. that's why, like, when I was in high school, I didn't apply to UCs because you mm. had to submit a personal statement. Got it. Right. And I was so intimidating by my writing, intimidated by my writing, that I didn't think I was good enough. Right. I spent so many years thinking that I wasn't good enough or smart enough for grad school. That imposter smart enough syndrome. for these programs. Yeah. It pops up. Definitely. And yeah. now I'm just like, um, no, I can get into Yale. I can get into Columbia. I can get <gasps> yes, into USC. Can. I can do all these things because they need us in these It's in true. These yes, it's they true. They do. This representation. As an immigrant woman, like, they, they need my voice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. We support you 100%. (laughs) Any type of support we can offer you, taking you coffee, getting coffee, (laughs) getting a little cervecita, margarita, cocktail something. Cry break. The list goes on and on and on. A mamarsa, an old fashioned, a mojito, anything you need. A mascamio. It's all good. Anything you need, let us know. Any of the above. Any beverage. Marita, thank you so much for being here with us today on Look yes. Out Our Radio. We love you. We appreciate you. Come back soon. Yes, come back anytime. Our space is your space, definitely. Thank you. I love this. Thank you for inviting me. We need to hang out more. Yes. Yes. Oh, Other than birthdays, who has the next Who's birthday? Next? You. Me, no, you. Me. Mala. In January. Mala's oh, in January. She's Capricorn. Cap- we need our, our Cap- Christmas Cap- party. Oh, <gasps> our, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll wait on the invite 
from you, Maritza. Yes. yes. Okay, perfect. Maritza will be hosting. <laughs> we're, we're not doing fucking pajamas this year. I did not wear pajamas. <laughs> okay, the pajama party for Christmas last year was Mala's idea, and she's the only bitch that didn't show up in pajamas. And we're like, we're literally all wearing pajamas for you. I and wore this, a plaid scarf. Shut up. And a sweater dress. It's pajama s with like all thigh. It was with like a deep slit <laughs> on both <laughs> slits, and she was just twerking to Cardi B. It was, that was fun. That and was I, a really fun evening. And I took a nap. Yes, you did take yes, a nap. You did. You fell asleep. <laughs> a cat Thirty nap. minutes in. I did. I was so tired. I was stressed buying Gato's present, and I couldn't even make anything. And I was driving yeah. all over. She you, woke up for gifts and then fell back asleep. You know, I think <laughs> I think instead of gifts, because the gifts is kind of stressful. Mm-hmm. Who has the time? I think we should write meaningful letters to each other. Oh, Ooh. words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Instead of buying something, we just write something. I like a gift. Yeah, like, I, I, I need. <laughs> you don't have to wrap it. It's fine. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> money's good too. Money is money's good. Too. Oh, I'm dying. Okay, you can pay for one of my applications. We can Honestly. negotiate. It. We can negotiate. It. We can negotiate something. We'll figure something. Yes, out. we'll figure it out. Collective bargaining. Yes. <laughs> Any, somebody. So where else can where can yes, people where support? Can people find you. Where can people find you? Where can people support the work? Well, you don't have to share if you're not comfortable sharing. Mm-hmm. But where can people continue to support the work? that you do um, we do have an Amazon wish list I can share that with you if you want to yeah share we link can link somewhere. it we'll link it we'll um, post it and yeah through that Amazon wish list we just have items up that are needed for our clients um, sometimes I get emails from folks or calls from folks in the community asking how can I contribute like I don't speak Spanish I don't have money okay. I don't <laughs> right 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 how and it's I totally help? understandable but the thing that I always ask is um, reach out to folks in your schools or churches or communities and just host donation drives school mm. supplies and toiletry dryers were huge. Nice. They're okay. a huge, huge help for me and for for the for our clients. Um, so just raising things like deodorants and toothbrushes and toothpaste or school supplies like pencils and notebooks and backpacks, things like that are huge and they really, really go a long way. And our clients are always, always grateful. So those are things that we need year round. Okay. Um, so we always appreciate that. Um, or reach out to me if you know folks who are interested in, in interpreting. We're always looking for interpreters for our cases. Um, when we work with pro bono attorneys, um, some of the times they don't speak Spanish, so we're always looking for interpreters. Oh, my and, mom's an interpreter. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so um, mental note. Yes. Also, <laughs> we're always looking also for interpreters that speak um, indigenous languages from Central America or from Guatemala and El Salvador. Mm -hmm. So any folks that know indigenous languages that can translate for our clients, because a lot of times we do have clients that are from indigenous communities that Spanish isn't their first language. So interpreters um, in in that area too are huge. Wonderful. Uh, amazing. Wonderful. Thank you for all Maritza, of that. Thank you once again for joining us. And for our listeners, as always, you know, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Audio Boom. SoundCloud still. Still. <laughs> still. Just Origins. for old time's sake. Right. Yeah. Also, feel free to leave us a review if you feel so inclined, move to do so. Mm-hmm. We love reading them. Save the date for November 16th, Friday. Party with us. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be... It's going to be a good time. Bigger than the last one. It's going to be real cute. <laughs> it's going to be real cute. Super cute. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Everything. Follow Everything. Us, follow us. Follow us. Comment. Likes. Thank you for tuning in to another capítulo of Locatora Radio. We will catch you next time. Besitos. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when balancing life... I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. 